Recently, I had a difficult conversation with a fellow professional I deeply admire, and it obviously didn't end well. We had a disagreement that culminated into an involuntary decision. At that point in time, in my rational mind, I accepted that what happened was inevitable. But every day since, I can't seem to stop thinking about the tiny details of the conversation, and I end up feeling stuck in a loop of replay. Emotions are incredibly powerful influences. They often supersede rationality and logic. This makes it difficult for us to avoid their impact on our decision making. But since each of us is naturally wired to be susceptible to the traps of emotional foreplay, a deeper understanding into why we feel the way we feel can help contextualize the relationship between our emotions and actions. Hello everyone and welcome to Clarity a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections. I'm your host, Janvi Gurja, a curious people observer, an executive coach, and co-founder of Vital Science Advisory. In today's episode, I would like to reflect with you, my listeners, about why I keep replaying certain events in my mind so much that it prevents me from engaging with people and enjoying my current experiences. Have you ever had an argument with someone you love or someone who means a lot to you? Isn't it true that not all conversations with this person have gone the way you meant for it to go in the first place? Well, in spite of our best intentions, there are times when most of us have made comments that would have otherwise been unsaid, and yet somehow we managed to blurt them out. For some strange reason, let's say, It's God's way of promoting me into an advanced level of life learning. I was no exception. Ever since the beginning of this year, I have been getting myself into situations of unmet expectations with people that I care about. And here I am, in the middle of August 2023, trying to vocalize my anxiety as I'm wondering what else can go wrong over the next five months of this year. Being an executive coach, I have a professional advantage to listen more and talk less. Through my well-cultivated regimen of introspection, I'm also capable of drawing boundaries and compartmentalizing my thoughts well. But off late, I'm struggling because I keep replaying conversations that have gone south. Initially, I thought that it was a part of me self-reflecting on incidents by forming associations with my feelings. But when I found myself in a continual loop of intense play, pause, replay, pause and replay, I realized something was amiss. In a back-to-back series, I had soured ties with my only sibling, my closest friend and confidant, and now with an admirable fellow professional. What was happening to me? Why was I letting these three independent incidents form a pattern of judgment about my personality? I guess I am currently in a psychological state termed overthinking as I repeatedly dwell only on these incidents. Why does this happen? Overthinking, also referred to as rumination, is what is happening to me because I am permitting the same thought or situation to dominate my headspace over and over to the point that it has begun to disrupt my life. Unconsciously, I have become habitual to oscillating between regret and worry. 
regretting about lost relationships and worrying about the future without meaningful relationships. According to neuropsychologist Sanam Hafiz, overthinking can be a way of trying to control a situation and feel more confident about what to do next. So when I'm overthinking, my brain attempts to reduce my anxiety by cycling through possible scenarios and attempting to predict what will happen. But being a perfectionist, I tend to think about why, when and how, even beyond what is necessary. And more often than not, I feel frustrated when others don't pay the same level of attention to detail. So, the problem with overthinking, Hafiz says, is that our mind almost always comes up with another worry question. Today, I feel immensely hindered by this state. I'm aware that my irrationality has become a mood dampener and an energy drainer for me. I now know that I have to modify my outlook fast because the most damaging side effect of my overthinking is my hypervigilance. Without even trying, I am constantly scanning for threats of another relationship going bust. Such a pattern stifles me and erodes my creativity and fun rapidly. So before I lose more, on the eve of India's 76th year of independence, I willfully seek freedom from the slavery of overthinking. How would I achieve this? First, I will try to differentiate between overthinking and problem solving. Prima facie, both overthinking and problem solving look awfully similar, but are definitely distinct. Taking a cue from the wisdom of Dr. Fowler, Director of Professional Wellness at Houston Methodist, I will put myself into a problem-solving mode by asking questions with the intent of finding answers and or enacting solutions and refrain from dwelling on pitfalls without any real intent of solving a problem, especially one which in reality may not even exist. Second, I will differentiate between self-reflection and overthinking. Again, the two are distinct. Self-reflection is an internally inquisitive process rooted in a higher purpose. Whether that's to grow as a person or gain a new perspective, it's a personal process. But if I'm obsessing over something that I don't like about myself, that neither I can't change or have no intention of improving, it's overthinking. By overthinking about why my relationships with my sibling, my closest friend and confidant, and with my fellow professional colleague went south, I unmindfully choose to stay stressed and hypervigilant even about the relationships in the here and now. Not only am I operating on low trust, but I'm also exhibiting heightened anxiety without a real cause. So, even before I begin to build, I am burning bridges. And we all know the downside in the speed of trust, how it impacts our work and our lives overall. As I'm narrating my state of mind to you candidly, I'm slowly realizing that I was perhaps trying hard to control the fabric of my relationship with these three people that I have fractured ties with recently by wanting the outcomes to fit into my frame of perfection. So with my sibling, I perhaps wanted banter 
without the heaviness of unfulfilled childhood closures. With my closest friend and confidant, I wanted reciprocity, warmth and fellowship. And with my admirable fellow professional, I wanted a higher level of energy and go-getterism. When I didn't get what I wanted, I was triggered into overthinking. This made me clumsy and I screwed up conversations with these three precious people who mean the world to me. My obstinacy forced me to dictate the flow of relationships and instead of being sensitive to what they needed, I tried to force-fit my perspective, which cost me dearly. As I embark upon the journey of freeing myself from this emotional state, I know there's no silver bullet and that I'm fully capable of relapsing into overthinking. But the fact that these relationships are very important to me, I am stepping forward into the complex dynamic of emotions between each of them and me. I'm not sure if they would ever return back to my life, but if I don't try, I will live with the feelings of inadequacy and sadness. Therefore, through clarity, a safe space for conversations and reflections, I would like to say to each of them that I am very sorry and that I miss them every day in my life. If they're listening to this podcast, I sincerely hope they'd come back to me with the warmest and tightest hug ever. My listeners, on the eve of India's 76th Independence Day, I seek now to mentally disengage myself from my illusion of control and my tendency to twaddle. I know that if I can be in the here and now, I can stay relevant to my purpose and to the people who matter to me. Hopefully, I can soon become a lighter and funnier version of myself. But just in case you have any such traps that enslave you, and if you, like me, want freedom from this entrapment, just ask yourself one question. Why are you choosing to be a slave of your own emotions? Hello listeners. I acknowledge that adapting to new patterns can be both complex and tough but not impossible. Many of these emotions play out their own charade, making us feel low and lousy without actually knowing why. Through Clarity, a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections, I feel comfortable exposing my vulnerabilities with you and hope you find a connection, a meaning, and a way ahead, just in case you experience something similar. If this episode of Reflection Through Clarity strikes a chord with you, Share your story with us on our LinkedIn and Instagram page, Vital Signs Advisory, or on Twitter at Janvi underscore Gurja, and look us up at www.vitalsignsconsults.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Until next time then, this is Janvi Gurja signing off. Thank you for listening and being in the moment with me. Take care of yourselves, because you are precious.